Hi and welcome to Independent Politics with Taylor Swan. Today I'm going to be discussing the topic that events in the U.S. Democratic Party shows that uh, racism and sexism are still alive and well in the Democratic Party. So, um, in the last three presidential elections that we had, We've had some really great starts moving forward. We had President uh, Barack Obama voted in as the first black president. Oh, I still feel, I still feel the emotions and just the overwhelming sense of awe that this happened. Um, And that overwhelming sense of awe is also an indictment of the American society that it took this long to have a black president. But what I want to talk about is not so much just simply the American society role in making it take so long, but rather the U.S. Democratic Party's role in this. The U.S. Democratic Party uh, posits itself as Uh, the party that cares for the poor, the party that is anti-racist. Yet, it took this long. We know the history of of the parties in the U.S. We know at one time that it used to be the Democratic Party that is what the Republican Party is right now. Really odious and offensive. So, things can change and people do change and here we are today with the Democratic Party taking the position of what the Republican Party used to be years ago allowing room for more um, egalitarian um, oppositions however as I have said in one of my previous episodes the label Democratic uh, is often used to hide more odious practices Um, in the parties. For example, the fact that the Democratic, U.S. Democratic Party did not at at first uh, support President Barack Obama (laughs) when he decided to run. We we saw the way things scaled. We saw the fact that um, President Barack, at that time Senator Barack, um, having to pull on his personal um, supporters we know how how the whiteness of the US Democratic Party influenced Hillary Clinton to say the worst horrendous things about then Senator Barack who was running for the office she was running for as a president not to mention the horrible things she said about Senator Barack's wife, Michelle Obama, that, (laughs) when you think back to those episodes, people, what do you think? For me, what I see is I'm seeing Trump in action. When I think about the things that came out of the Democratic Party at that time as Hillary's campaign railed against Senator Barack Obama's campaign. It was no different from watching 
a Donald Trump campaign now. The racism, the lack of respect for the black community. Mm. I gotta say here that America and the whole world of white people, they need to be thankful that black people are a set of forgiving people. We are so forgiven. It is crazy. We choose not to remember the harm that has been done to us. And when I say we choose not to remember, we choose not to inflict revenge. You know, today, Hillary can sit down next to Barack, next to Michelle. They all laughing at with her. But I often wonder to myself, Hillary, uh, did you ever go to Michelle to apologize for the names you called her, the way you described her? Did you ever go to President Barack Obama to, to apologize? Or did you just accept this unconditional love that black community has a way of offering to everybody? You know, I am from Africa, and I can tell you for a fact, the black people are like that. That's the reason why Europeans have been able to enter Africa and just abuse our hospitality. You know, um, thankfully, there was more support for President Barack Obama than unit, Senate unit, uh, a Senate Senator <laughs> Barack Obama. And when they saw that this force was building behind him, thankfully, um, he became the candidate for the Democratic Party presidential candidate. But it was not because the Democratic Party opened the door for him to run. In the 2020 elections, we saw uh, something else. We saw a lot of leaders of color enter the race for presidential um, candidacy. And then at the last minute, we saw something happen. We saw each one of them withdraw one by one by one by one by one to leave President Joe Biden as the only candidate. Not because President Joe Biden's platform was stronger than any of the other platforms actually his platform was weak but because the democratic party believed that biden was a better candidate better candidate for who who was biden appealing to that he was a better candidate another thing that came out of that decision was they do not feel that america is ready for a woman president or another black president. These are things that came out of the U.S. Democratic Party. And they do what they always do. I saw it firsthand when I ran for governor. Made the decision that filtered down all the way. This decision has to be adhered to. They're going to do this and do that. This is the candidate they're going to bar- they're going to go with. I I call this a very undemocratic process. A very undemocratic approach in the Democratic Party. But what really baffles me about this is how people of color, especially the black people in the party, go along with it until it's their turn to run for office. 
then suddenly it's not fair anymore. <laughs> when I attended the um, January January uh, 2022 PA Democratic Party Committee event in January, which was supposed to be the time to present the candidates to uh, the Democratic Party as well as the people of Pennsylvania, I remember being shocked at the role of the Pennsylvania uh, Black Democratic leaders who stood up there to help to disenfranchise me, who stood up there to help stamp on democracy, who stood up there to erase democracy within the Democratic Party in order to carry forth a Democratic Party mandate. Democratic only in name. I was at that event when the chairwoman logged in via Zoom and this woman, she was aware of my presence. She was aware of the committee sending me the invitations to this thing. As a governor candidate, but she got on that Zoom and she told people, I was watching her say this, we must make sure that we nominate Josh Shapiro today. I was appalled. You are a Democratic leader? You didn't say, let's make sure we nominate the best candidate today. You said, we must make sure. So she was reaffirming the decisions that had filtered down through the PA Democratic system as they made the run about Trump as it made the democratic the PA democratic elections about Trumpism in the name of Trumpism the PA democratic party has annulled democracy it's kind of weird to me you know <laughs> think about it you're, you're calling all Pennsylvanians to rise up against someone who is trampling on American democracy by yourself also trampling against a trampling upon American democracy. It's weird to me. It was funny to me when Sheriff Smith stood up and spoke at that committee meeting, that event, and he looked at me and I looked at him. It was strange to me when Shavina carried her list walking around to go talk to all the candidates about what they needed to do that morning to go into all the different committees and speak to them. And as she stood by me, I looked over her shoulder and saw that on the list she was holding, my name was not there. And she saw me looking over her shoulder. She said, oh, and you too. I was shocked. Black people participate in disenfranchising other black people. Just so that they can remain close to the seat of power. But what I found very interesting was how just a few weeks later, it was time to elect the new chair for the PA Democratic Party. And here comes Sherry Street. I'm sorry, Sherry Street talking about, oh, we know that the PA Democratic Party has been racist for a very long time. And it ends now. Even the very candidate who they 
disenfranchised me for took away my rights and took away the Pennsylvania people's rights for Shapiro was going for the candidate that was running up against Shari Smith and he released a comment that was public in the news saying he was supporting that candidate and Shari Smith holds up the race card Democratic Party has been practicing racism oh now you know it's racism it was all I had to say I laughed so hard that morning what am I trying to say people come on come on come on let's be real let's be real let's be real uh, we can't be talking out of both sides of our mouth otherwise we're gonna lose There's a reason that racism, sexism, homophobia whatsoever still persists in the so-called Democratic Party that is supposed to represent the views of the underdog. It is because the the, the vibe, either through uh, uh, positions of power, people of color who could really speak into these issues and uphold positions of integrity, they compromise. Compromise all the time. There's always compromise. And I want to say to us that we will never get rid of racism, sexism, homophobia, classism, as long as we have members of these disenfranchised groups who sit down in the halls of power and give away the rights of the people at the bottom. When you become a leader, the weight of the people rests on your shoulders. It's not about the weight of what's in that cabinet. It's the weight of the people on your shoulders. That's what gave me the confidence to run for governor. It wasn't, I wasn't seeking personal aggrandizement. It was the weight of seeing what Pennsylvania is, the weight of seeing the struggles that majority of Pennsylvanians are still under, and the weight of knowing how hard it is to get people in the halls of power to listen because they're all trading off the rights of the people they serve. If we want to uphold democracy, in the republic in the republican party in the democratic party as independents we all have to commit to working on behalf of the people and not about negotiating positions for ourselves we can't do that people people's lives depend on us people's lives depend on our decisions And every time we compromise and still one person's right, we have shut the door to the millions of people that that person represents. It's not that person you just shut down. You shut down the voices of a million of people like them in that community, in that society. So going forward, I want to see better. I want to see better. First of all, from the Democratic Party of the Pennsylvania of Pennsylvania and the U.S., and I want to see better from the Republicans. You are part of a democratic society. You're not getting <laughs> you're not getting all free because your your the name of your party is Republican. It's the Republic of the United States. Whatever you want to, how you want to define your Republicanness, but you are part of a democratic society. Let's all do this thing. Where was Sanner? 
the needs of our people. When I say people, I'm not talking about the people in the halls of power, but the people in the society that we represent. Let's be about representing their needs. Let's stop trading off positions and start looking at those we serve so we can create a better society for all. Let's take a swan for independent politics. Thanks for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts.